0: Hello everybody, welcome to another episode of the Football Betting Podcast, thank you for joining us once again, I'm your host Tom Pipkin and I'm joined as ever by my co-host Tom Walker.
1: Hi guys, welcome to the show, thank you very much for taking the time to tune in.
0: So we've got a pretty much standard week this week haven't we? Uh, Full fixture lists in the Premier League, Championship League 1 and League 2, plenty to sink our teeth into, last week was a mixed bag. The trebles were poor on the whole. Again, I'm getting pissed off with them being so bad at the moment. But uh, generally, there were some good tips on the show. You know, you tipped a 5-1 to one winner. QPR yep. to win both teams to score. Great tip there. There are plenty of other win- winners amongst the tips. But, um, yeah, we need to start banging these trebles in, don't we? But uh, hopefully this week will be the week we actually land one. Uh, but plenty of things to talk about, though, nonetheless.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, I just go, it's typical, isn't it? Imagine if I put that QPR thing into the treble instead of luton Hall, both teams to score. We'd have won, and it'd have been a podcast record, probably. for oh, the for the Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it just goes to show, isn't it? We're just one or two off at the moment, but as you mentioned, yeah, five to one for a tip that came in and, you know, a Twitter follower tweeted us and they'd say you got on that. So nice to see you were putting some uh, pounds in wallets still.
0: Yeah, definitely. Uh, so we'll start looking at this week's tips then with the Premier League as ever. Then we'll move to the Championship League 1 and League 2. So the Premier League games get started with a 12.30 kickoff. Sheffield United face Liverpool. Sheffield 13-2, the draw 4-1 to and Liverpool 4-11 to to get the win. Uh, Liverpool should surely win this one, despite Sheffield United having started the season very well. They're in 10th, eight points from their six games. Liverpool, however, as we know, unbeaten, 18 points, six wins from six. They should get a fairly routine win here. I don't think they'll batter Sheffield United. I don't think it'll be like a 4-0, 5-0, but I do think they should definitely get the win.
1: Yeah, 100%. Liverpool win. Move on, 4-11. to 11. Obviously, we're not overly interested in that, but anyway, red win.
0: Just uh, b- before we quickly move on from that, do you fancy Liverpool to be winning at half-time? Uh, Liverpool have been the first-half winner in five out of their six Premier League games this season. It, for them to be winning again at half-time, it's 4-5, to five, so just a bit of an under-even, so better value than on the nose to win the game outright. Um, if Liverpool can score in the first half, that should come in. It's just yeah. a case of whether Sheffield United put men behind the ball and keep Liverpool out for the first half.
1: Honestly, I, I don't even think that's Sheffield United's style. We're talking about a team that won the championship with 100 points. And we're talking about a team that you know went, uh, have been going for the throats. Uh, Chelsea away, 2-2. Yes, they sat in a bit, managed to get the draw. Away at Everton. Yes, they were by far and away the worst team. Managed to to find a way. I feel like this team has a bit more attacking talent than we than we probably think, and I think they'll go for it. To be honest, I think Wilder is the kind of guy that's gonna kind of roll the dice. They lose three nil, so be it. I, I don't think he'll put men behind the ball. To be honest, despite yeah. obviously yeah. lining up with five men uh, at the back, but well, they do that no matter what game they're in.
0: Yeah. Uh, it's a free hit isn't it for them
1: yeah yeah i i honestly think that you know united will go for it they just won't have enough because you know it's liverpool and they're a different class
0: yeah no yeah definitely i agree with that so we'll move to the three o'clock games then you've got aston villa burnley bournemouth west ham chelsea brighton palace norwich Spurs Southampton, Jesus, a lot this week. Wolverhampton Wanderers against Watford. So six games at three o'clock. It's a lot more than we usually get in the Premier League at that time. Um, yep. From all that bunch, what takes your fancy the most?
1: Oh, God. I mean, it's a horrifying list for me. <laughs> for me, it's a bloody horrifying list. Um, yeah, no, really not sure, to be honest. Um. I obviously let's you know look at Chelsea. I know Chelsea, you know they they are in eleventh, and you know they they're not made an amazing start for Chelsea, um, but I expect them to get a win against Brighton at home. Two to five. Yeah. You no, know, that they're, they're not really what a fancy price wise, especially with that bad start. Um, you know what? One game I am looking at. Um, I'm going to tip a double chance on West Ham. So it is to 8-15, so it's not the best price that we've seen. But West Ham are, I mean, Leicester are the ones grabbing all the headlines. Leicester can break top four. Leicester can break top four. You know, uh, Tottenham, United, Chelsea, they're all weak. Arsenal aren't great. This is it. This is the year. West Ham have got the same amount of points as Leicester. They're only behind them because they've conceded two more goals. They've scored the same amount. They've got four clean sheets in a row. I feel like because of Leicester and the fact that, you know, they've got Rodgers and, you know, they won the league a few years back, I feel like they're grabbing the headlines and West Ham are going under the radar and, you know, I don't think West Ham, by the way, profit chasers are going to break top four, not even top six, to be honest, but they're on a great run and they're against a Bournemouth side, which are quite unpredictable. I don't know if I fancy West Ham on the nose. I mean, they're 17 to 10. It is tempting. The double chance is something I am confident in because of those four clean sheets in a row, two on the road, two at home, eight to 15 would be my tip for that one.
0: Mm, Yeah, West Ham keeping plenty of clean sheets. Fabianski's doing the job for my fancy football team. I'm loving that. Yeah.
1: But yeah, Bournemouth, again, only a point behind West Ham, so it will be close, but... You know, I, I just yeah. I don't see West Ham losing that game.
0: Uh, I like the look of both teams to score in the Spurs Southampton game. These are two teams who had very contrasting nights in the Carabao Cup on Tuesday night. Oh, um not we're recording off. on not the Tuesday. <laughs> yeah. We're recording on the Tuesday. So fresh from seeing those results. Um Southampton won their derby against Portsmouth 4-0. Great result for them. Spurs lost away. On penalties at League Two Colchester, it's a new low, isn't it, for uh, Pochettino's side? They've not won away since January, but you you at least expect them to get a win against Colchester away. Um, So really worrying times for Spurs. They're at home this weekend, but I'm going for both teams to score, mainly due to the fact that they've conceded a goal in five of their six games in the league this season. So just the one clean sheet that came when they beat Palace 4-0 a couple of weeks ago. And in head-to-head matches between these two sides, it's been both teams to score in seven out of the last seven meetings. So uh, there's good both teams to score form here. So four to five is a prize for that one. Um, considering how rocky Spurs are at the minute, I definitely can see Southampton having enough to get get a goal.
1: Can I ask you a question?
0: Yeah.
1: Okay. First of all, first of all, I agree with your tip. Can I just say? Second of all, Tottenham two to five wouldn't be going anywhere near it right now. Um, Agreed. Fi- finally, I just want a yes or no to begin with. Pochettino out.
0: <sighs> no.
1: The fact that you've no. got to think about it for that long. Is a bit concerning, though, wouldn't you say?
0: What I'd want to know is, is his heart really in it? Is he Mm. looking at, say, Zidane having a tough time at Madrid? You know he's been linked to Madrid a lot in the last few seasons. If Zidane has a few more dodgy results, he could very feasibly be out the door there. Has Pochettino got one eye potentially on that job? Is he fully committed to Spurs? Did he see... The Champions League final is his big opportunity to win some silverware with them, and now that that went, I don't know if if he is fully committed to Spurs for the next few seasons, I'd keep him and let him try and rebuild and spend a bit more money to bring players in. If he's not fully committed, he goes.
1: Tottenham are in a way better ta- way better place than you know before Pochettino. My God, they had absolute playboys like Aso Icotto and bloody Adebayor, <laughs> all these guys absolutely mugging the club off on massive money. He's, he's changed that club around, you know, almost single-handedly. But there, there does come a time, Tom, where you have to say, right, well, we've got a new stadium, got one of the best mm-hmm. strikers in the world, got one of the best goalkeepers in the world. We've got a number 10 in Christian Eriksen that would get arguably into almost every start in eleven in the world. Um, I mean it goes on and on really, doesn't it? Kind of endombale Every club in Europe were probably interested in getting endombale Son Hyungmin walks into any Premier League side, probably even, you know, any side in the world, I would say, on his day. Yeah. So all yeah. that all that taken into consideration, Tom, that you have to ask, you know, when does potential stop being potential?
0: But it'll be interesting, won't it, as well for players like Kane, who's 26 now. How long is he willing to stay at Spurs, you know, and be a nearly man instead of moving somewhere yeah. else and winning trophies?
1: You've got to be honest. If you're a manager of the top club and you hear that Harry Kane might be available, I, I don't care what anyone says. I know, I know he's not, you know, absolutely... You know, he's not like an original Ronaldo kind of like legend of the game status, but the guy's world-class, no doubt. He, won. Yeah. he he is a perfect replacement for perhaps Karim Benzema at Real, who is upwards of 30s, 30, 32, 33, 34, yeah. something like that. That's where I see him. So, um, yeah, you're, you're spot on. Tottenham need to pull their finger out. For me, Pochettino, uh, final season for me, and uh, we'll see what happens.
0: Yeah, uh, definitely. Anything else from that bunch of three o'clock kickoffs? though, you like? Or shall we look at uh, the... Ten-
1: uh- Tempted. I want to just kind of throw something out there. Uh, the price is not very good. Um, two to seven. But I don't think Palace are going to lose on Saturday. Norwich lost every single away game. Yes, they are the more attractive side to watch. But uh, mm-hmm. Palace haven't lost at home yet. Uh, you can get Palace at nineteen to twenty um, if you fancy them on the nose. Double chance two to seven. As ever, it will come down to if Palace can score a goal. But just wanted yeah. to read that out.
0: Okay, fair enough. Uh, Everton, Man City, the five thirty kickoff. Everton priced at eight to one, really big price for them. Nine to two for the draw, and Man City three to ten after City's absolute 8-0 mashing of Watford. um, And considering Everton's recent poor form in the Premier League, City surely win this one, 3-10. Odds aren't great, but should be a routine win for them.
1: 3-0, move on. Everton, spend, 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 never improve. But anyway, moving on to Sunday.
0: So one game on Sunday. Uh, that's Leicester against Newcastle. Leicester priced at one to two. The draw fourteen to five. Newcastle thirteen to two. For me, Leicester should win this one. One to two is not the best price that we've got all weekend, but they should get a win here. You know, we saw them beat Tottenham at home last weekend two one. They beat beaten Bournemouth at home three one. They drew with Wolves 0-0 at home this season. So they've been pretty strong at the King Power. Um, I expect them to get another fairly routine win. Against the Newcastle side who haven't really impressed me that much at all this season.
1: Agreed, agreed. Yeah, uh, Leicester will win this pretty comfortably, and uh, yeah, move on.
0: Right. So the final game then is on Monday. It's Man United against Arsenal. Manu thirteen to ten, the draw twelve to five. Arsenal two to one. What do you fancy here then, Tom Walker?
1: Um, this this game. Honestly, every time I see it, it makes me sad. It makes me sad. I right, grew right. up. It used to be. We, no, yeah, because we grew up. This was this was the biggest game in the prem, wasn't it? The biggest oh, yeah. game, and yeah, the two it's... clubs and the two players and managers hated each other. It was so yeah. good King to
0: versus watch. Vieira, Ferguson against Wenger. Whoa.
1: It was, it mate. It was quality. Van Nistelrooy, Keown. It was class. Now it's honestly just a bunch of Instagram show ponies. It honestly is, <laughs> and this it makes me. This honestly makes me so sad. Um, yeah.
0: If if those players saw the Instagrams of like Bellerin, Rashford, Lingard, they'd be horrified. Yeah. They probably have seen them oh, at lot. Yeah. but it's oh, yeah, it'd probably, yeah, different type of player completely, isn't it?
1: Honestly, I don't don't know. I I think, I don't know if I've got a a hot tip for this. If I was going to go for anything, I think you're going to get over 2.5 goals. The reason I say that is because of Arsenal, not United. I think Arsenal, even though we all know they're so bad at the back for a team that's supposed to be, you know, top four slash... You know, top four slash Premier League contenders, dare I say, um, mm. their back fours and their goalkeeper as well, just and their defensive, just the whole team defensively is a mess. Eight to thirteen over two point five goals. I think that covers the result for me is hazy, but bearing in mind we're going to have on the pitch, you know, we're going to have Rashford or Daniel James has scored goals. We're going to have Pepe. We're going to have maybe Lacazette. Uh, maybe Ozil. like There's all these players yeah. that are very capable of scoring goals and for me, I think I don't know about the result. Um, if I was to choose, I'd go for a draw, which is 12-5, to five, uh, maybe a 2-2, but I can see the floodgates opening in this one.
0: Yeah. It'd be interesting to see who Man United play up front. It might be that uh, Mason Greenwood starts for them, considering Rashford went off injured in their last game.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, that's ruined my little spiel. But yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> but, Greenwood, uh, Greenwood, Gr- Greenwood looks absolutely class. Yeah. He honestly does. He, does. he looks absolutely He's- class. So give him a go. Why not? Honestly, what, what have they got? Yeah.
0: And keep him away from uh, Rashford and Lingard. We don't want him joining their little club. And uh...
1: yeah, no, 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 no. <laughs> No, 100%. I want him hanging out with Phil Jones. That's who I want him hanging out with. (laughs) As crap as he is, he's a good pro.
0: (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) Uh, Shall we move on to the championship then? Yeah. Right. uh, Anything on Friday night? Fulham Wigan and Stoke Forest. Forest, a massive price. 11 to 5. Got to have a bit of
1: that, haven't we? Oh, Sure. Got absolutely panned um in the Carabao Cup. Obviously it's Arsenal. Obviously it's away, you know, uh played like our weekend side and everything. But away from home, we've been better than we have been at home. We've already beaten Fulham. We've already beaten Swansea away from home. We've drew to Red Hot at the time, Charlton, we've drew to Leeds. Honestly, the, apart from this Arsenal result, our away record is is Quality so far yep. unbeaten away. So we're going to a Stoke side that's played four and lost three and drew one at home. This is where you know Stoke got that got that draw away at Brentford, right? Which we'll talk about shortly. But it's that when you're under pressure, as the club is and the manager and the players, is at home where that goes up tenfold. My God. So, if Forrest yeah. can get an early goal, they'll, they'll, they'll be comfortable. You've got to have a look at 11-5. to five.
0: Yeah, com- completely agree. Uh, the added incentive for Forrest as well, if they win, uh, go top of the league, at least for a day. So, there's uh, that nice little incentive as well. If you fancy do- draw or Forrest to win, double chance, that's 8-13. to 13. And also, Stoke have conceded at least two goals, in each of their four home games in the championship so far this season, so that's two against Bristol City, three against Leeds, two against Derby, two against QPR. Um, if you fancy them to concede two or more again against Forest, that's two to one.
1: Quality, money to be made in that game. I'm telling you now. Yeah, most definitely. Uh, let's talk about the other. But let's talk about the other Friday night. Um, Really, not sure if I fancy Fulham at the moment.
0: No, not even against Wigan at home. I
1: don't know. We, oh, I don't know. Wigan are obviously traditionally better at home uh, than they are away. Um, I don't know. Just look at Fulham. They haven't won in the last one, two, three, four, five games in all comps. Four hmm. in, um, four in the champ. Last home games um drew against West Brom lost at home to Southampton that was in the cup uh, lost at home to Forest beat Millwall so i don't know i, I it scares me a little bit and at 9 to 20 it, i don't know if it's worth it personally
0: yeah i think they'll win um but I know what you mean i can i can understand why you have reservations personally i don't think Scott Parker will see out the season um if they carry on the way they're going they've got way too much quality in their squad for them not to be in the top six in my opinion um so if he doesn't yeah. start improving results soon i don't think they'll have that much patience with him uh but yeah. i think full win this one nine to twenty is not the best price but uh i do think they'll win they haven't lost against wigan for 17 consecutive games as well so that's a well, it, it, you know, Wigan don't yeah. enjoy playing Fulham
1: <laughs> no. no don't enjoy playing anyone do they really
0: that's <laughs> true <laughs> um, so yeah for me Fulham for you I can understand why you're uh, why you're sceptical uh, Saturday anything you like the look of there there's not that many three o'clock compared to usual like we've got the two no. on the Friday night we've got one cool. we've got one on Sunday Uh, So the championship's a bit more spread out than usual this weekend.
1: Yes. I am going to uh, have a look at Swansea. Now, Swansea are, you know, they are winless in their last three in all comps. Uh, They lost at home to Forest somewhat surprisingly. Then they drew away at Bristol City. Not a bad result. Lost 2-1 away at a very struggling Watford side in the Carabao Cup. And... They're still in second, which is the great news for Swansea. Uh, before that Forest game at home, where this game is against Reading, they've been absolutely perfect. Uh, before the Forest game, they'd won every single game at home in all competitions. So it's just that one blemish on their record, um, and they've got a Reading side that are coming to town. They started off well, didn't they, Reading? Um, you know they won their first couple of games, and there was shouts. Shouts of maybe an outside promotion push uh, that has um, evaporated incredibly quickly. Uh, they're now down in twentieth, which is where I think everyone expected them to be. Swansea, yes, they have had you know a tiny little wobble, uh, but Reading have lost three in a row, and Swansea uh, back on track here. They're in very nicely priced four to five as well. Um, yeah. very very nice price I think
0: yeah I agree uh, I like that tip uh, I'm looking at a game at 12:30. it's QPR West Brom this does not off screen both teams to score at me just a bit Jesus Christ QPR having kept a clean sheet for 18 consecutive games West Brom having kept a clean sheet for nine consecutive games Nine out of West Brom's nine games in the championship this season have been both teams to score. Between the two sides, seven of the last eight games have been both teams to score. The last four matches between them, 3-2, 7-1, 4-1, 3-2, both teams to score is 4-7, to seven, not the best price. but Look at the stats. It's got to come in, hasn't it?
1: Uh, honestly, it is screaming. Both teams to score. Absolutely screaming. If that doesn't come in, the, the Mafia are, are fixing it. Honestly, because up and down the country, people are going to be lumping on that. Yeah. Major Mafia
0: involvement if this isn't both teams to score.
1: <laughs> Honestly, I, I believe it. The Mafia, are, they're in full effect. They do exist, the betting Mafia. But yeah, oh, yeah. that's so much attacking talent. And two managers, Village and Warburton, that couldn't give them monkeys about defending. So, will be a really good game. There you are, Tom. If you're in the area, get yourself down to Loftus Road. Great entertainment.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely one to watch. Four to seven. You know, it's probably understandable that it's that kind of price for
1: both teams to score, but uh, it definitely should yep. come in. Yep. Um. Okay. Let's have a look at um a team that you know, have kind of started to turn it around a little bit. Um They're definitely better at home than they are away from home. And this is Blackburn Rovers. Now, Blackburn are a team that I don't think we've tipped so far on the podcast. No. They were slow starters. Um They're playing Luton at Ewood Park this weekend. And this is actually the uh, first meeting since 2007. So, uh, been a little bit apart, these two. Not much history to go off. Uh, but Blackburn at home, even despite their slow start, they've they've been alright. They lost on opening day at home to Charlton. That was a bit of a kick in the kicking the balls. Um responded with a Carabao Cup win over Oldham, then beat Middlesbrough at home, drew to recently relegated Cardiff at home. They've beaten Millwall and on their last time out, um they beat Reading away as well. So they've won two in a row. In and amongst those losses on the road, 2 1 away at Sheffield United in the Carabao Cup, 3 2 away at West Brom in the league. So the results are there um, at home and the performances are there away from home and at home. Luton, on the other hand, they, they started off really well, didn't they? And, you know, we were getting quite excited about Luton maybe being a both teams to score, you know, guarantee every week. And it is kind of true. You have to go back to the 20th of August, six games ago, before Luton were involved in a game that didn't involve three goals, at least. Mm-hmm. At least. Most of them tend to be in Luton's net at the moment. They the three against QPR, they the three against Hull, and they conceded four against Leicester in the Carabao Cup. For me, I'm going to go for quite a low scoring game here, blackburn 8 to 11 i think blackburn will be nice and tight it will maybe be 1-0 maybe 2-0 and i'm also going to tip under 2.5 goals so that's not together um that's a, two separate tips under 2.5 is 11 to 10 blackburn for me on the nose 11 uh, 8 to 11
0: well okay I definitely think Blackburn will get the win. Brave, flying in the face of the statistics with the uh, under two point five,
1: though. Brave. I just, I just think, I just think, when you look at Blackburn, bloody hell, they're they're boring, aren't they? They're boring and they just sap the life out of most most things, and they tend to win one nil, two nil, and even mm. you know, big big scoring sides, you know, come at home, uh, come to Ewood Park and you know they they don't particularly leave with either entertainment or results but uh yeah. yeah blackburn for me 8 to 11 in a low scoring game
0: okay um is that it for the championship for you shall we move to league 1
1: yeah yeah let's move on
0: couple of standouts here for me uh, the first one ipswich at home to tranmere ipswich are priced at 3 to 5 um they are along with peterborough the the shortest-priced team in League One this weekend, but they should definitely get the win. They're currently at top of League One, 21 points from there. Nine matches. Tranmere, on the other hand, down in 18th place. Ipswich at home, especially. No goals conceded in the last three games. No losses in eight. Uh, Tranmere without a clean sheet in the last six games as well. So that doesn't bode well for them. I think Ipswich should get this. Should win this one pretty comfortably, uh, two 0 Maybe 3 0 it should be a comfortable win for uh, the Tratter boys.
1: Yeah, a million percent. Um yeah, it's the standout in it. And to be honest with you, I was expecting a bit bit of a worse price. I know it's not great, but it's not bad. No, it's not. Yeah, it's it's not, bad not, bad. Bad. Yeah, not exactly, not bad. Alright, um let's have a look at the other standout, which I'm sure. You know, I'm probably going to take right off your note list, Tom uh, yeah. Peterborough. Yeah, yeah. Peterborough. Um, Definitely. Although, although coming off the back of a little away day wobble, um, draw away at Tranmere and a loss away at Doncaster. At home, uh, they are winning on aggregate at the moment in their last two games, nine nil. Um, they very very rarely uh, fail to score at home. In fact, you have to go back to the end of last season. Um, So about six games before the end of last year, since Peterborough last failed to score a goal at home. Wimbledon, on the other hand, down in 22nd. It's not been great, (laughs) to be honest. Um, I, I love Wimbledon. I'm a massive fan because I can't stand MK Dons, but Played ten, drew three, lost seven. It's looking like a season of worry. We're not going to spend yeah. too much time on this because Peterborough four to seven. Um, but yeah, I, I mean six nil last time out Wimbledon at home. It's, it's going to be an issue. Could be a bloodbath. Could mate. Could could and probably will be. Yeah, keep the
0: ambulances on standby. Um, <laughs> there's. Probably one more thing that I like the look of in League One this weekend. It's in the Portsmouth against Bolton game. And it's something I've tipped for kind of a a few weeks now. And that's Bolton and and that's this game to be both teams to score. uh, Priced at six to five. We're still getting really good prices on Bolton, despite uh, them having a lot more seasoned professionals in their team now. And the proper manager in Keith Hill. They were so unlucky not to get a win against Sunderland last weekend. Uh, Aidan McGeady, somebody scored in like the 93rd, yeah. 94th minute for Sunderland to equalise that one to make it one all. But um, considering how poor Portsmouth has started the season, then 20th position, granted they've played one or two games less than a lot of other teams, but they've started really poorly. They've been panned 4-0 in midweek by Southampton, in a, in a derby game which is never good for the confidence and morale especially when you're low yeah. already so yeah. I'm not saying Bolton are going to go to win but I'm looking at the odds of Portsmouth at 2-7 to seven. it's so short I think Bol- it's disrespectful to Bolton and where they're at at the moment and the players they've got because they can definitely take advantage and get on the score sheet so 6-5 to five for me
1: is a good 100% 100% the fact that Bolton are nine to one, right? <laughs> For the win coming coming off against a Portsmouth side that, you know, is in is in is in bother, Tom. Yeah. Is in bother. Yeah. That like the fans are not happy with the team. I on Twitter we've seen the other day, we want jacket out. We want jacket out. Like the fans don't like yeah. him right. And they day. want him got. Uh, and I agree. Uh, very harsh on Bolton. Um, I'd love to lump a tenner on at nine to one. Honestly, I would. I'd love to see that come in. But <laughs> yeah, your your bet's probably the more sensible one. Uh, but I agree. I'm in. Uh, I'm in the same camp as you. Um, cool. Cool. Let's talk uh, about Sunderland. We've got to, have not we? Really, um, another kind of home favourite. That's that's pretty short. 7-10 uh, for Sunderland. MK Dons haven't won any of the last five games against Sunderland. Sunderland are in, unbeaten at home. Uh, they've won two and drew two, so it's not been perfect. Uh, but MK Dons coming off the back of two losses, um, one of which we're going to get on to uh, very shortly. Tom's going to have a very passionate uh, match recap for you. Um but, yeah, the other game was against Ipswich where uh, they lost 1-0. And, you know, the game on Saturday, they lost 1-0 too. Um, so not coming into this in the best nick and Sunderland at home, typically. Although, you know, famous for their 1-1 draws, of course, um, should be winning at 7-10, to I think.
0: Yeah. Um, I keep saying... Questions about Jack Ross's future as well uh, in the media over the last couple yeah. of weeks. Uh, fans apparently mm. not happy that they believe they should be higher up in the league than they are, more winning more consistently than they are, keeping more clean sheets than they are. They've not kept a clean sheet for thirteen consecutive matches, which is uh, definitely a worry when you are aiming yeah. to be at the top, towards the top of the league. But I think people need a bit of a reality check, don't they? Jack Ross, yeah. Considering where Sunderland were, the state the club was in, the rebuilding job he's had to do, I think he deserves patience and time.
1: Yeah, he does. And he you know, he's he brought in a lot of players, not because yeah not because he wanted to, because he had to. He had to. Yeah. He had to bring in all these different players and yeah, um, I know very unlucky not to get promoted last year. Hardly had the worst season in the world, let's be honest um and yeah it's i i get where the fans are coming from just to let you know kind of tongue in cheek if you do fancy one one it is six to one really that's not bad is it considering how many they are yeah it's not a bad six to one if you fancy (laughs) that
0: wow okay um anything else in league one shall we move on to league two
1: let's move on mate
0: right um Anything that you like the look of here to get us kicked off?
1: Alright, so I have a both teams to score to kick us off in League Two. Uh first one of the show. Normally I've read one this red one out way before League Two. Uh but yeah.
0: Yeah, you, right. you,
1: you, yeah, you took the QPR West Brom one. So you left you left me with Cheltenham Crew um in League Two. So this is a clash of uh second and third, crew being second, Cheltenham third. Um it's at Cheltenham. Um so they are priced at a lovely two to one to the for the win if you fancy them. Um I'm gonna stay away from that, I think. Uh crew have been pretty impressive. Both teams to score eight to eleven. I think that's where you need to be putting your money. Um Cheltenham, uh they're Last two of their last four games have been both teams to score. Uh, The other two, they netted twice, just kept clean sheets. Kudos to them. And in terms of crew, this is where the the bet really stacks up. Six of their last seven or seven of their last nine have been both teams to score. Crew have been very much the entertainers this season um, at both ends. Uh, For me, this is obviously a promotion game. I would side with Cheltenham if I needed to, but, you know, we're, we're looking at two teams. Cheltenham played five, won four, drew one at home. Crewe played five, won four, lost one away. So very similar records. Um, for me, goals is where it's at. Uh, but Cheltenham aren't half tempting at two to one. We know what they're like at home.
0: Yeah. We certainly do. Um, Okay, you can definitely see why you're tipping that. One for me is a bit of a different one. I don't think I've tipped this particular market on the show before. Uh, It's in the Exeter against Grimsby game. Exeter are currently top of the league. Grimsby in ninth. I like the look of Exeter to be the first team to score, and that's priced at 8-13. to Um, Reasoning behind that, Is because Exeter have been the first team to score in seven of their last seven games. Grimsby have been the first team to concede in seven of their last nine games. So those statistics, coupled with the fact that Exeter are top of the league, they're at home, um, makes eight to thirteen not look like too bad a price. But you know, it's one of them. It's one of them markets which you know, it's down in an instant. If Grimsby score first, then that's yeah. it. It's gone. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that is true. It's very much all or nothing. Um But, it, you know, statistics and form say that it could definitely be in with a shout coming in.
1: Yeah, 100%. Um Yeah, I, I completely get where you're coming from here. It's a really nice market, actually. You're right. Uh, one that we haven't tipped before and You know, Grimsby have been impressive, but Exeter at St. James's Park, you know, they're a different kettle of fish, aren't they, really? Yeah, Yeah. yeah, they've got goals all over the team. Uh, The top scorer, you know, really, Nicky Law and Lee Martin share it with four goals each. And, you know, that kind of is testament to, you know, how the fact that the goals are all over the team because they've got a couple on uh, two and three as well. So, uh, yeah, really good chance of that one coming in. Um I wanna throw a banana skin out there. I, I feel a banana skin, Tom. Slipping. Yes. Right? What's yes, that? It involves URFGR. It involves Forest Green. Um mm-hmm. so Forest Green, uh on the surface of things, sat in fifth, travelling to seventeenth place, Salford. Uh Forest Green are oh, nicely priced, yeah, you have to say. They are beautifully priced at 12 to 5. Now, I think there is a reason, the fact that they are 12 to 5. Carlisle and Stevenage, their last two fixtures. This was before Stevenage removed their manager and replaced him. So this was when Stevenage, for me, were the, you know, I've been saying it for weeks, worst team. I've seen with my own two eyes this season and perhaps ever uh, under Dino Marmory. Perhaps ever. (laughs) Perhaps ever. (laughs) Honestly, I, I haven't seen anything like it before. They're so bad. And Forest Green to not get a win from that, those two fixtures and, you know, Carlisle forgot to read out how they're doing. They're in 18th. It just, there's a little bit of alarm bells. I, i um you know read some match reports and had a look at some fan reports on Twitter and you know you can say that fan reports are either the best reports or the worst reports it It depends what what kind of person you are uh, a lot of people saying uh, from both persuasions that Forrest Green were dreadful in that home game against Stevenage they're against the Salford side who last time out at home beat Grimsby, and we just mentioned that Grimsby have been pretty decent. Forest Green, no wins in their last five. Um, I feel like it's a really good price and I'm I'm so desperately tempted. Um, but I think the smarter money is to keep it in your wallet and look elsewhere.
0: Mm. And we said last week, didn't we? I, I was saying about Forest Green, they need to keep 11 men on the pitch. They just can't do it. They've got a discipline problem at that club. It needs sorting out.
1: They're in a great position and they're still in fifth. Do you know what I mean? They're still there. Uh, it's not like they're tumbling down the league. It, there's potential there for them to cement a top three top three position. It's pretty crazy. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, okay, I've got no more for League Two. Do you have anything? No,
1: no, no. Get me out of here. Not the uh, most attractive league in the world, I don't think.
0: Yeah, let's recap last week's bomb-proof trebles then. Right, so my bomb-proof treble, the walk-the-plank treble. Well... It didn't go as we thought. Everybody's still in a job. Nobody got the sack. <laughs> Nobody got the plank. We didn't win any money. Load of shit. Very sorry. Very frustrating. Uh, didn't go to form. I started off with Brentford. I needed them to beat Stoke, but they could only draw nil nil.
1: Yes, he had uh, Port Vale to be under pressure Mansfield. And they drew 2-2.
0: I also had MK Dons to beat the woefully out of form concede goals for fun Southend and they lost at home one nil End's first clean sheet of the season. First, first game in five where they hadn't conceded three or more. So brilliant.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, just didn't go to form, did it? And, you know, mine was a little bit, mine was a little bit better and, you know, of all the games to cost it, I was very surprised at what did. Um, I had Bradford to beat Carlisle at home, and they did so 3-1. they also had Forrest to beat Barnsley, and they got the three points. They won 1-0. And then I had Luton and Hull, both teams, to score. I read out earlier um, how leaky Luton have been recently, and they were leaky again. Um, they just didn't score. They lost 3-0 at home to Hull to cost my treble so yeah very surprising they didn't notch one at home against Hull that is Mm -hmm. that is very surprising
0: yeah it was and you know I have the goal alerts on on my phone and for that particular game and it it pings and I think oh there's another goal surely this one's going to be for Luton and it wasn't it was for Hull ping another one surely this one's for Luton no it's for Hull again (laughs) I know it was
1: it was frustrating yeah But anyway, it's a new week with great opportunity available. So if you are new to the show and you're wondering what on earth we're talking about in terms of bomb-proof trebles, this is a part of the show where me and Tom put together all of our knowledge, research, knowledge, and general gut feeling into some trebles for you. The idea is we all draw off the same tips, bash the bookies together, and everyone has some extra money come Monday morning. So... Tom, I'm going to let you go first this week. What have you got got for me?
0: So to try and break this poor streak, I'm completely going full-on rogue mode here. Um, And I'm going to tip up a treble that will be complete before the Saturday 3 o'clock kickoff, so I can hear (gasps) everybody gasping. Yeah, I can hear you gasping. Um, Is this the early
1: bird catches the worm treble? That...
0: The early bird catches the worm. Trouble, yeah, I like that. We'll take that as a name. Um, I know we typically don't like to go for the early kickoffs, but considering how spread out a lot of the games are from a lot of the leagues this uh, this weekend, I'm just going to take the plunge and go full on. You know, Friday night, Saturday lunchtime. Um, go on, lad. So we're going to go on. Yeah, so we're going to start on the Friday. Let's hope it gets off to a good start. It's Nottingham Forest on the double chance. So Forest to draw or win against Stoke. It's 8-13. Then Saturday, 12-30. Liverpool to be winning at half-time against Sheffield United. It's 4-5. And finally, also 12-30. QPR against West Brom. Both teams to score. 4-7. The treble, 3.56-1. £10 example stake pays 45 69
1: Love it. Honestly, honestly, this is it. Forest double chance. We spoke about their away form. Liverpool to be winning at halftime. We're talking about European champions <clears throat> against a team recently promoted. Um, yeah, that's, that one you'd expect to come in. And QPR West Brom um, can't defend and don't care. Both teams. So yeah yeah I yeah I'm a massive fan of that and that means if yours wins and we can roll into mine potentially on a brace which would be fantastic <laughs> if we could pull that off. So my treble the home is where the heart is treble um this is constructed of three sides as you can as you can imagine playing at home. So we are going to start in the championship. We're gonna go for Swansea. Now Swansea are at home to Ips. Uh sorry. Swansea are at home to Reading. Uh, we're then gonna go into League One and we're gonna have Ipswich. They are at home to Tranmere. And then we're gonna let this roll into Sunday. So we're really we're really extending the entertainment this weekend. We're going from Friday to Sunday, which is something that we never do really. Um yeah, we're going to go for Leicester at home to Newcastle. So all of that, £10 on, pays back £43.
0: Yeah. Again, you know, I can't complain about any of the teams you've put in the treble. Um, Swansea should win at home. Leicester should win at home and uh, Ipswich should definitely win at home. So three teams you would consider home bankers if they didn't win, you'd definitely put that in the coupon buster category so uh yeah it looks like a strong yeah. treble to me
1: good good okay so now we're going to construct our joint treble uh we normally do this kind of live on air with very little editing uh so tom mm. first off the bat we spoke off air um, about that we both wanted qpr west brom so should we chuck that in there yeah that can go in yeah Okay. And then out of my teams, what are you fancying? We've got Swansea, Ipswich, and Leicester.
0: So I think we should go
1: Ipswich and Leicester. I think we should take those two from yours. Okay. All right. Can you get a price for me whilst I read it out to the profit chasers?
0: Yeah, on it.
1: Okay. So um, to reconfirm that then, we're going to go for... Queen's Park Rangers and West Bromwich Albion in the 12.30 kickoff, so make sure you get your bets on early if you fancy this. Uh, That's both teams to score. We're going to go for Ipswich Town at home to Tranmere in League One action on Saturday, 3 o'clock. And then we're going to go for the Sunday game in the Premier League, which is Leicester and Newcastle and a £10 example stake returns. 37.71. 37.71. Beautiful. Lovely. Lovely.
0: Yeah, I really like that. Um, I think this every week, but this one, this weekend, th- these trebles definitely look like winners to me. This is the one.
1: This is the one. It's got to be. Um, this is the So, one. yeah, this is the one. All right, let's talk about uh, fancy football.
0: Yes, um,
1: I had a good week. You had a good week, didn't you? I I, I have something to say um, about fancy you, football. You even tweeted I've about been, your week. Good... I know, I know, I did. I've been that bad recently, and I was very fortunate. I was I was a beneficiary of Pep Roulette, so I had yeah, uh, too. Sterling as my captain at home to Watford, as I can imagine almost the entire country did. Sterling didn't even get on, um, and I set my vice captain up as Bernardo Silva, who scored a hat-trick. So I I ended up with 70 points, th- 38 of which were from Bernardo Silva. So, yeah. I mean, let's be honest with you, Tom. Hasn't made a massive difference, has it? Because I'm up to 183rd. In the league, hey, <laughs> so, that's good. <laughs> yeah, it's horrendous. How did
0: you do? Um, I got seventy-one points. <laughs> um, oh, same as joking. you, Kim. No, same as you. I, I had Sterling captain. I had De Bruyne a vice captain, so he got about thirty-four for me, I think.
1: I oh, see, so I feel like I've done. I got away with summer, and I did really well. But pretty much everyone seemed to have done that. That's annoying. Yeah, I know.
0: It is. Um, Yeah, I did all right. You know, Fabianski, clean sheet. John Lundstrom got 12. No, I've gone up to 51st, so I think this is the highest I've been in the league all season. So, cruel in the gang, though. Darren Venn still lead the way. You know, some people get too many points, don't they? 419 points, Darren Venn. Absolute joke. Jason Jarrett, 404 then we've got Dan Lynch, Kyle Fitzgibbon, Nathan Brunskill, Sean McCarthy, Callum Lang, Edward, Edward Rideout, Ridout. Uh, probably pronouncing your name all kinds of wrong there. But, uh, yeah, um, very competitive at the top of the league. You think you've done well. Just look at the points those guys get, and it kind of blows you out of the water and puts you into perspective a little bit, doesn't it? But um, it does. I know it
1: is. I know it is. You stop reading out the... The uh, competitors names right before Dij Rantani and Olawai Fenhintola. <laughs> 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 I noticed that you that you stopped at Niall McNally and the next one was Dij Ratnani and then Olawali Fenhintola. So I noticed yeah, what you did.
0: Uh, I'm just trying to save myself some pronunciation nightmares. <laughs> but... <laughs> Congratulations, guys, for doing well at fantasy football. Tom's read your name out anyway for you.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, as Um, Tom mentioned, £20 bet on offer for the winner. And you're going to put the lead code in the description, right? That's right. Sure will. If you have enjoyed the show and you would like to connect with us after the show, then you can do so on social media. Twitter is the best platform, T underscore FB podcast. Uh, Facebook, www.facebook.com slash podcast. And if you want to uh, email us with any inquiries or questions or anything like that, podcast at gmail.com.
0: Yeah, and if you have enjoyed the show, we'd really appreciate a rating or review on whatever you listen to the podcast on, be it iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, whatever other podcast providers. Are out there. Um, just a quick thirty-second rating. We'd really appreciate that.
1: Yeah, yeah. Obviously, we don't charge for the show, so you know that's your way of kind of paying for your your fifty-minute entertainment. So we'd we'd really appreciate that.
0: Yeah. Um, so that's pretty much everything for this week. We hope we hope you've enjoyed the show. We hope we've given you plenty of good tips that you can use to make some money this weekend, whether it's the trebles or just other sort of things that you like to pick out from the show and put them in your own bets. Um, But if you do get any winners, then please do send them in. We love to see the winning bet slips.
1: Yes, we do. Thank you very much for listening, guys. Take it easy. We will speak to you next week.